Dear friends, today, the 13th of Adar is Tainus Esther, the fast of Esther. And the Rambam in Hilchos Ta'anios, Parakei Halochahe, writes as follows. What's the nature of this fast day? Nogu called Yisrael Bizmanim Elulis Anas Bushlosha Saba Adar. The Minog Yisrael, the Kapsam of Kalad Yisrael, is the fast on the 13th of Adar. Zecher Letainus Shis Anu Bimei Haman. To remember ultimately again the fast day that we observed during the days of Haman. Now, remember in the Megillah, there are actually two different fast days. So remember again, we have the fast days that Mordechai decreed upon hearing about the decree of Haman. But the truth is, that's not really what the Rahman is referring to. This is further defined in the Lavush. The Lavush says as follows Clearly, so we accepted upon ourselves the 13th of Adar as a public fast day. Why do we fast? Now this is incredible. What happened on the 13th of Adar? In the Megillah, in the Megillah, what happened on the 13th of Adar? This was the day when the Jews readied themselves to go out to battle against their enemies. Remember, again, at this point in time, they've, so to speak, been given permission to fight back. And now again, Achashverosh is now on the side of Esther and Mordechai. So the 13th of Adar is when everyone was readying themselves to go out to battle. So one could imagine that on the day that they were gearing up to go out to battle, they had to dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They had to beseech Hashem for divine compassion. They had to do tshuva. They had to apologize, make amends for all that has done wrong, and they had to supplicate. Now the Levush writes, Umistama, how you The Levush writes, Mistama, in other words, we assume they fasted on this day as well. In other words, why, why do we make the assumption? So he quotes the Medrash that brings down that whenever Kalal Yisrael went out to war, in preparation for the, the day of the war they fasted, and in preparation for the war they fasted. So therefore the Levush says something amazing. Tainus Esther, it's not the fast day in the Megillah when Mordechai gathered all of Kalal Yisrael and fasted and wore sackcloth because they heard about Haman's decree. No. Tainus Esther is the day before we went out to battle. So that that was a day of prayer, a day of supplication, a day of tshuva. And Mistama, it's assumed, says the Lavush, that in preparing themselves spiritually for this day, they fasted. They fasted. Ultimately, again, so the same way that they fasted, therefore, again, the Lavush writes, we fast. He says, So this is incredible. He says, in the se- So now we celebrate Purim. And in the same way that we celebrate Purim in order to remember the historical miracle, So the Lavush says something amazing. The Lavush says that part of the celebration of Purim is to replicate that which our ancestors did thousands of years ago. So what did they do? On the 13th of Adar, they davened, they supplicated, they did shuva, they fasted. Then again, on 14th and in Shushan on the 15th as well, they fought. Those fighting days turned into celebratory days. So just like we're going to celebrate Purim on the 14th and 15th of Adar, we're going to fast on the 13th of Adar just as our ancestors did. But listen to this last line of the Lavush. He says, so let me read to you once more. Therefore, we model our observance of Purim after the historical Purim. So therefore, on the 13th of Adar, they went ahead, they fasted, they davened, they supplicated, they did shuva. So we do the same. Look what he writes. Kim es hatov nekabel no nekabel So the, the Lavush writes, because if we're literally going to accept the good, 
don't we have to accept the difficult as well? So what the Levush is saying is something absolutely amazing. Tainus Esther is part of the celebration of Purim. See, often what we look at is this Tainus Esther, that, that's Chilak Aleph, that's one part. And then there's Purim, that's Chilak Pez. Two, two really separate things. Obviously, they're, they're linked by a narrative. They're part of the same story. But we, again, think of Purim as the Yom Tov, and Tainus Esther is a day that precedes the Yom Tov. And Levush says, no, it's a unit. It's a unit. The observance of Purim itself is made up, is comprised of two different parts. Part one is Tainus Esther, is the fast day. Part two is Purim, the celebration. Because what, you're just going to celebrate the good, you're not going to celebrate the adversity? You're just going to embrace the beautiful, wonderful stuff, and you're not going to accept the challenges and adversity? <laughs> so therefore, the, the Levush says, it's a package deal. And I think what the Levush is trying to teach us is something so incredibly amazing. Do, do you know what it means to celebrate as a Jew? To celebrate as a Jew means the ability to say, I have a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu when things are great, and I have a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu when things are not so great. Everyone could be close with God when life is going your way. And everyone could have a meaningful, passionate, and uplifting relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu when I feel that life is giving me exactly what I want. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But there's an equal and perhaps even more important obligation to make sure to foster and to nurture that relationship with Hashem when things are difficult. As the Pasuk says, You have to love Hashem with all of your heart. And Rashi HaKadosh says, Let your heart not be divided against God. And on a Pashup shot, what that means is, don't just love God when He's good to you, when you perceive that He's good to you, but love Him all of the time. Love Him all of the time. Do you know what the greatness of Purim is? Purim is not just about a story where everything came out all right. The beauty of the Purim story was a dedication and devotion to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in both the valleys and the peaks of life. You see, the Purim celebration, the Purim Devekos, the Purim relationship with Hashem, doesn't begin at the end of the Megillah, when everything worked out okay. Purim begins on Tainus Esther. Purim begins on Tainus Esther. Difference, can you imagine what our ancestors felt like on Tainus Esther? Right? They're all gathered together, fasting, davening, repenting, not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. No idea what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, we forget because we know how the story ends. So the story has a happy ending, but we forget that they didn't know how the story was going to end. They were facing overwhelming odds. And while it's true, while it's true that now the fickle, unpredictable Ahasuerus was on their side, they had absolutely no idea what was going to be waiting for them. But despite that, they maintained a beautiful and magnificent relationship with Hashem. That's Tainus Esther. And those who are able to foster a relationship with Hashem and to grow that relationship, even in times of adversity, are Zohar to Aporim, are Zohar to Ayyantiv, are Zohar to foster a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch in the midst of Bracha, in the midst of blessing, in the midst of salvation, Yeshua, and in the midst of Nechama, consolation. What the Levush is teaching us is if you want Purim, you gotta take the Tov and the Ra. Purim doesn't just begin with breaking our fast tomorrow night, the beautiful meal, and then again launching into a day of celebration. Purim begins 
this morning on Tainus Esther, on the 13th of Adar, because these are the two parts, the two indispensable parts for this incredible Yom Tif. Tainus Esther reminds us about the need to cultivate our relationship with Hashem even when faced with adversity, even when faced with difficulty, even when life is not going my way. And Purim reminds us that if we find that strength on Tainus Esther, then Amir Hashem, we will be zochet to cultivate that relationship in times of simcha, times of celebration, times of salvation, and times of redemption. May we be zochet Hashem to maximize our Tainus Esther, be zochet Hashem to find our Kodesh Baruch Hu and to stay with our Kodesh Baruch Hu and to cling to our Kodesh Baruch Hu even when life is difficult. And may we zochet Hashem to enter into a Purim, but not a Purim of Galos. Halavai, we should be zochet to the ultimate Gula, the ultimate Purim, the ultimate Yeshua Nechama, with the coming of Moshiachim here, Rabbi Aminu, Amen. Wishing everyone a meaningful fast and a Freilich and Purim.